Welcome to Kelly Minds Her Manners, a podcast about real estate and entrepreneurship with a twist. Here's your host, Kelly Robinson. Welcome to another episode of Kelly Minds Her Manners. Today, I am so excited for you to meet our guest, the very inspiring Robert Refkin founder of Compass and author of No One Succeeds Alone. He's also my boss, and I am so grateful that he took time out of his incredibly busy schedule to answer some questions and be here for you. Of course, as always, we do our five questions at the end where the guest has two passes, but they have to answer at least three of the questions. Does Rob use any of his passes? I guess you'll have to find out. Rob, thank you so much for doing this. I am so grateful to have you. I'm so grateful to know you. And I'm so grateful that over six years ago, you were persistent with me. I've never been happier at a company and I'm proud of you and I'm grateful for you. And I'm grateful that you're here and you took the time out of your very busy schedule to do this podcast. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, I remember when we met as almost seven years ago and everyone was saying that you're one of the most collaborative, likable, experienced agents in the industry, and that Aww. we had to find a way to encourage you to come to Compass. I'm so glad that you did. Thank you. And you make this company better. Thank you so much. So we're going to get started. I really want the audience to hear your journey. I mean, you can start from the very beginning, from when you were a child till now and how you got here, because it's a very inspiring story. And I think that people need to hear it. Well, I'm from Berkeley, California. My mom was a single parent and she was actually disowned by her parents for having an interracial relationship. My father was black. She was Israeli. And so she was really on her own Mm -hmm. and she had to figure out everything by herself. And so she created a preschool in our house called the Unicorn School. And that allowed her to take care of me and make money at the same time. And then she worked at the Jewish Community Center when I graduated preschool and went to kindergarten so she could still make money and take care of me at the same time. Then she became a life insurance agent because she knew all these parents who just had kids to sell them life insurance and then became a real estate agent. And that instilled in me, you know, throughout my life, a belief that anything is possible because I saw her as an entrepreneur. When you're an agent, you don't make a paycheck. You make a bet on yourself that with hard work, with your creativity, with your talent, you can create a business. Mm-hmm. And so I saw her dream big every year uh, about all the goals that she would achieve. And you know, I saw her shoot for the star and land on the moon, but she always landed. And you know, then I, I remember when we applied to Columbia University, and, you know, so I said we, because like she was there with me every step of the way. Yeah. You know, we got in and like a, over 100 scholarships, we got seven, but hey, we got seven, land on the moon even if the, you know, the stars are 100. But a lot of people around me at the time weren't shooting for it. They weren't going for it. And having a mom always felt like I could just go for it, anything I wanted. And then when I graduated college, I worked at McKinsey, worked at Goldman Sachs, worked in the White House as a White House fellow. I started one nonprofit called New York Needs You, which helps students who are first in their family to go to college and below the poverty line, mm-hmm. giving them career development, college support, do some internships, started a charter school, in the Bronx, and then I ran 50 marathons, won it in state to raise a million dollars for nonprofits. And uh, someone told me, Robert, if you can take all the passion that you have for some of these public efforts and do and create a company, create a business, then you could do something great. And that ultimately led me to founding Compass you know, 10 years ago. 
And now we're the number one real estate broker firm in the country. I know. See? So all of those haters out there, and there always <laughs> will be because when you disrupt an industry, people are going to be jealous. So how does it feel to be number one? Look, I'm not really motivated by being number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get gratification from that. The happiness that I get is when I view agents as our customers. We work for you, not the other way around. Yeah. When agents send me an email or give me a call and say Compass has changed their life in one way or another, like that gives me an incredible amount of happiness. And yeah, that's really where, where it comes from. Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, you've achieved your goal. I mean, Compass does treat us like clients and we get the best support and it has changed my life. So thank you. You are constantly on the road traveling. I think in the past couple of days, you were in up and down the coast of California, and then you were in Rhode Island, Boston, Raleigh. Like, (laughs) how do you do it all? What keeps you going? And how do you also maintain such a strong family life? One, I protect my energy. And what I mean by that is I don't listen to the haters. Mm -hmm. I don't feel guilty about not being with my family. A lot of people have guilt about all kinds of things. Nothing good is going to come with guilt. <laughs> I move forward and I stay positive. And so every day I wake up, I'm excited. Every night I go to sleep, I'm thinking about things and I'm exhausted in a great way. I see everything as an opportunity. Again, it goes back to my mom. I believe every interaction is an opportunity. I believe opportunities everywhere around you. There's so much opportunity, you can't even take advantage of it. It's impossible. It's too much. There is too much. And so you know, on traveling... My top priority for the company right now is bringing our in-person culture back. That's one of the many reasons I'm so glad to do this with you, because culture matters more than anything else. The number one company in the world without a culture, it doesn't matter. If we're a smaller company, we have the best culture, I'd be really happy. And so I've been traveling to office, office, office across the country, trying to get people back together. In the fall, I visited over 100 offices, traveling four and a half days a week just to get people together. And so that's what that's about. On the family... (laughs) It's a beautifully diverse family. First, my wife's the best you know, friend and partner I could ever ask for. And it just gets better every year. She's a coach, which kind of means that she's a therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think she accepts me for exactly who I am and loves all the complications I think she actually enjoys. And then our kids are all completely different. You know, Raya, Ruby, River. The journey is like a beautiful journey, although complicated. But I think Raya's turns. I heard about it. She's nine and a half. She'll be 10 in a couple months. I heard when they get to be a little older, they become daddy's girls. Uh-huh. I think it's happening. Uh-oh. Right? Like, in the last two, she's like, daddy, I love you. Like, where'd that come from? Aww. And so, like, I'm really excited by that. And That's then awesome. Ruby, we're really like, you spend, you know, she's harder to get to know, but there's a lot of beauty in getting to know her. Mm-hmm. Then River's just like a superstar. He's just always smiling, always happy. He's learning karate now. Uh-huh. He went to the gym this morning and he, like, he has one little five pound weight. He's, he's only four years old. Oh my he's like, he took off his shirt. Uh, <laughs> and he's he's telling me more tone than I am, even at four years old. Oh my gosh. Uh, but That's he, so uh, cute. yeah, I love these kids so much. And my wife, what I try to do is again, to not feeling guilty. I call probably 300 agents a week and the kids are around all the time. Every agent that starts, hello, you know, this is Rob Rethkin. I know this is your first day. Congratulations. I just want to welcome you to Compass. And this is my personal number. If I could ever be helpful in any way at all, please just let me know. But how do I do that and not feel guilty? Because I'm teaching them. I mean, every weekend for their entire lives, I spend hours on the phone welcoming people to Compass, agents and employees, hours. But why would I feel guilty about that? Hopefully, they're going to learn that it's important to be kind to others and give good energy to others. It's a gift to them, I think. 
But I think other people can, you can feel guilty about that. And I'm going to start taking them to open houses, starting right like that. Yeah. Come on. They can come to any of mine uh, if they want. <laughs> you know, so, okay, I'm going to take them every weekend to open houses to show them what real work is, right? I what love real that. entrepreneurs are. And, but then I will be supporting my agents, hopefully helping them get listings because I want you know, agents, you know, feel free you know, to tell your clients that I'll go to the open house and try to bring people there. I'll put on social to show more agents that I care about them. And I'll, I'll teach my kids the, you know, the effort of hard work and giving yourself to others. Like it's a win, win, win. Just like when I ran the marathons, it was trying to do a whole bunch of things at once. Stay in shape, the 50 marathons, raise money for nonprofits you care about, spend time with my mom who went to all of them, see the country and do something that shows people that you do what you say you're going to do. And so I'm really excited by the Sunday open house. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> one of the reasons I came to Compass was because of your values and the fact that it is so rare to find the head of a company or the founder of a company who actually cares about every single person in the company and goes out of their way to reach out and touch that person. I mean, it must feel so good to know that that's an incredible feeling for somebody who's a new agent to get a phone call from you because there are so many agents now and it's like, it just probably makes their day. I do it because I've seen how much it matters to people. And if in one, two minutes, I can have that kind of a positive impact on people's lives. Like how, how could I not? Yeah. It's rare. So that's awesome. And you answered my question about culture already. So what's next for Compass and where do you see Compass in the next five years? So in the next five years, I think that we'll be not just number one in the United States. I think we'll be number one globally. We'll be in London, Hong Kong, Singapore, Dubai, Sao Paulo. Yes. That's so exciting. Do you want to go to Paris? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Eiffel Tower, right? Yeah. No, uh, but, but I think that we're going to make the agent's life so easy that they won't remember what life was like before. Digitally, what that means is you will never have to write the same thing more than once. Wow. They'll never have to write the client name more than once. They'll never have to write the listing address more than once. They'll never have to write the listing description once. Everything will just flow through the entire platform from first contact to cash in one place. For your clients, it'll mean something similar, but there'll be this beautiful place where everything is done. Whether you're a buyer, a seller, or you own multiple homes, you'll have your client dashboard. It'll be your one-stop shop for everything at home. Again, before, during, after the transaction. And uh, of course, your agent's information and photo will be right there, top and center, just to help emphasize the relationship. That's awesome. And my real, I mean, this is a, it's been a dream I've had for a long time, and, you know, but I would like Compass to visibly do more community service than any other company. I don't think it should be as hard as it would look. I mean, let's just say we have 100,000 agents at a time. Agents are in the communities all the time. They really care about the communities because they're selling their communities. And I think there's a way for us to really visually show our investment into these communities through Compass Cares. And I think that would just make us all you know, more proud. I think it's the right thing to do. And it's, it's already happening. It's just not happening the way we can all see it. Yeah. And then lastly, I think we elevate the perception of the agent in what we do. And yeah, I think about if every home that was sold, somehow the agent took a picture of the family that just bought the home. A picture of them in front of the new home, keys in one hand, maybe a baby in another, <laughs> you know, spouse, single, old or younger, a new home. It's just like these moments are some of those special moments in someone's life. 
and you are the ones, agents are the ones that, that make it happen, make it possible every single day. For some reason, the industry isn't branded that way. Yeah. And, and so I think that, again, visually, we can really elevate the perception of the industry and of the agents. That's amazing. I'm so excited. Where do you see yourself in five years or even 10 years? And are you interested in politics at all? <laughs> Look, I used to be very interested in politics. I don't think I have the stomach for it. Like, I'm a sensitive person. It's partially what motivates me. And people can be so mean mm. to people that they don't even know. Like, it just the level of conviction that people have in the meanness for the person they don't know, it's just so wild. Uh, and I see it at Compass. And so I just, I don't know if I'd have the stomach to do that. I'm motivated by the impact, right? And in the same way you can see I'm motivated by impacting agents or students or person who go to college. I'd like to have a broader impact. I just don't think I have the stomach for it. Okay. I mean, I know that I am not the only person at Compass that's been like, Robert Refkin for president. Do you know what I mean? Like, but you have to want it. What real estate disruptors could go all the way? And are you always thinking a few steps ahead when it comes to Compass? I think what happened with the last year is all of the venture capital backed real estate companies have had a major setback because venture capital firms are now telling startups to become profitable Mm. and to assume they can never raise money again. And that's because when the Fed had brought up rates faster than any time in history, yeah. it just pulled back capital. And so I don't see there being the kind of disruptors that there were two years ago. I think people have really been forced to be pushed back. It's like, imagine if Compass, we were three years old and we're only in New York, Washington, D.C. and let's say the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. And then every investor says, okay, assume we can never raise money again and just focus on being profitable then we'd only be in those two places. We would yeah. never expand it. Instead, we had investors at that time who said, we want to see you have scale across the country to every major city in the country. And we are now number one in more top cities than any company has ever existed. 18% of the top 1,000 agents in the country are at Compass, uh, which has never been done before. The next largest player, has, I think, is around seven or eight. Wow. That's awesome. So inspiring. <laughs> so one last question before I get to audience questions. Okay. Is there anything that's been on your mind recently that you'd like to share with the audience? Anything? I think it's so important to get back together in person with people as much as possible and in your work life. I don't think you build a great culture virtually. I don't think you can foster and build trust virtually. It's very hard. Yeah. I don't think you have those like really like laughing, you're like crying, kind of laughing virtually, which means if those three things are true, which I think they're true. It's hard to build real friendships virtually. Yeah. And then then it just means it's hard to care about people virtually. And I know it feels like it's productive or efficient, but it's taking one step forward and two steps back. And so, yeah, across the company, please, for sure, compass, come back to office. But I just think for society generally, we weren't meant to live in a cave and be in like one place for the majority of each day. We're meant to like be like with people and interacting, have an emotional connection. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I actually just redecorated my office to try and get everybody to come back and I have to do it too. Mm-hmm. So to my team members, the office is beautiful. <laughs> come in. We have leather desk accessories. <laughs> okay. So I have some questions from our audience for you, all of my notes. And this one I think has a little hint behind it. Mm-hmm. Nick Aloha said, first of all, he wants to thank you for leading so graciously through thick and thin, as do I. And he'd like to know if you've watched any good movies lately. Oh, yeah. I love movies. Yeah. All right. So 
I would watch it again tonight. I'm glad he even brought it up. All right, well, a couple things. First of all, I just watched the Chris Rock special, which you got to watch. Okay. Where he talks about Will Smith and everything. Okay. It's really funny. <laughs> but the Nicolas Cage movie, I forget what it's called, but it's basically, it's Nick Cage making fun of Nick Cage. Oh, my gosh. It, but it's so funny. And he's such a great actor. And I love this so much. And so everyone has to watch that movie. Okay. And, yeah, I think I'll just stop there. Like, I'd be surprised if anyone would watch that and leave and say, like, that wasn't really funny. I do think you know, one of the best shows that people haven't talked about was, I'm sorry. That's yeah, okay. Stay with Nick Cage. Okay. Nick Cage. <laughs> cool. From Samantha Weinstein, Sam, I am real estate. What's the best advice your mother ever gave you? Go to sleep at night and dream big every night. You could be anything you want. Like the person who believes they can and the person who believes they cannot, mm-hmm. they're both right. If you believe you cannot, you won't try and you give up. Yeah. And uh, I had a lot of friends like that. Like, oh, I can't do this, can't do this, and they never did it. If you believe you can, you either do it or you fail and try again until you do it or you fail and try again to just keep on trying and trying and trying. I mean, the history of Compass, it's a history of thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands, tens of hundreds of thousands of failures. You think about all the feedback in the tech tool, there are tens of thousands of things that can change this. Thing. But you got to just keep on trying and trying again, and then you can you know, make the magic. Yeah, and you appreciate your failures because they teach you lessons that make you better than exactly. Time. I'm thankful for them. Yeah. 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 From Shrug Shaw Coaching. Oh, Shrug. What are the top qualities you see in entrepreneurs? We have the eight entrepreneurship principles of Compass. I do believe those are the top qualities. Number one, dream big. Your dreams are the cap to your potential, so you might as well dream big. Yeah. Two is move fast. If you don't move fast in your dreams, someone else will. You can't just be on a whiteboard messing around for weeks and weeks or months and months. Three is learn from reality, which means the greatest advantage you have in life is the speed at which you learn. So you have to learn fast. How do you learn fast? Look to your left, look to your right at proven models of success and learn from that. Do that. Four, be solutions driven. It's kind of obvious. Five, obsess about opportunity. Kind of obvious. Six, collaborate without ego. You're only one person, so you can never realize your dream alone. Right. Right. You need to harness the power of, of as many people as possible. Seven, maximize your strengths. Don't go to sleep at night obsessing about all the things that you did bad that day. Go to sleep at night thinking about what you did great that day. Get that. You need energy. It's all energy. And so don't try to make your weaknesses strengths. Very hard to do that. Not impossible. But try to minimize your weaknesses and then maximize your strengths. Those are your superpowers. And then lastly, bounce back with passion. Every entrepreneur fails because if you're dreaming big and move fast, like by definition, you will fail because you're going to keep on trying. We could have just been a nice New York City company, but we kept on trying more and more and more, trying to expand. And so when you have your failure as an entrepreneur, what do you do? You bounce back a passion. And how do you bounce back a passion? For me, you know, you lose your energy from the failure. You got to get your energy back. What's the best source of energy? A big dream. And so dream big. It's this never ending circle of entrepreneurship. <laughs> I love that. And then one last one from the audience, from Arlo underscore BZ, Arlo Zellickson. Has Compass thought at all about pivoting towards EXP's remote office strategies? And what do you think the future looks like from an agent's perspective? Yeah, look, I think, long answer, no. I believe in in-person. I believe in culture. I believe in office. Um, there will always be people who don't want it or don't. But if you really ask agents, what's the best of ever? I want to make Compass the best of everything. For an agent. And I don't want it just to be technology. I want it just to be marketing, just brand, just top agents. It's to be the best of everything. And in that is in-person culture energy office. 
the best of every single thing at place, thing in one place. It'd be like I want us to be the Four Seasons tour and agent. I'm sure there's a cheaper option than Four Seasons because <laughs> hey, Four Seasons. Would you ever think about a place without the pool? Right. <laughs> without, without the like without the bathrooms, a common bathroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm like, no, you got it. There's no shortcuts. Create the best everything. I think it's one, you know, from an emotional perspective, one from a business perspective, but it's also just like, what do we stand for as a company? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we stand for being with each other and caring. Well, it shows. So I have five last questions okay. for you. Okay. You get two passes. So you have to answer at least three of them. All right. I promise they're not bad. <laughs> okay. That's they're usually not fun. the way that bad questions follow something like that. Like, yeah, no. So, okay. So what is something that most people probably value that you don't necessarily value or subscribe to? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do you learn by watching or doing? Oh, but if I say more, probably watching. Okay. Street smarts or book smarts? Definitely street smarts. Okay. If your dog Cookie could talk, what would Cookie tell us about you? (laughs) 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 He loves his wife. (laughs) I'm always all over my way. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? That's what everybody strives for. And so many people don't ever get that. So that's awesome. Okay. And the last one, what object do you misplace or lose most often? That's a good question. I've been better recently. I have a new object I'm losing. It used to be the headphones. We always lose the headphones. <laughs> but now I have glasses. I don't know where they go. <laughs> I think i got to get in a new routine, but I just got glasses. Yeah. Awesome. 43 now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This book, No One Succeeds Alone, is Robert's book. You should all pick up a copy. It's got a lot about his journey in it and about getting to where Robert has gone with connection and mentorship. And it's an amazing book. So you should all pick that up. And I just want to thank you again so much for being here and for being such an inspiration. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm so proud of you for doing all this. Thank you. And uh, like I mentioned before, you really reflect the best of this company and the industry. I'm very proud to work with you and for you. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. If you haven't already, you should definitely pick up a copy of Rob's book, No One Succeeds Alone, which is an inspiring story about how mentorship and connection get you to the top. Thank you for watching and listening to Kelly Minds Her Manners. Make sure to subscribe to the show and don't forget to leave us a review to tell us what you liked about the episode. You can connect with Kelly at Kelly Minds Her Manners on Instagram and TikTok or on our website, www.kellymindshermanners.com. 